I'm Brooke. I'm Ryan. And we famously gave you the definitive rankings of the Kingdom Hearts worlds. But we're not stopping there. Full disclosure, we still don't know a lot about games. But we're PhDs in Kingdom Hearts. Kind of. Boss by boss. Tune by tune. Melody by memory. We're going to make you fall in love with the game again. And also with us. Maybe. So hop aboard the cricket cage of Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. The podcast. The podcast. So, Brooke, how are you this week? <laughs> We've never, ever, ever <laughs> It felt so wrong as soon as it came out of my mouth. Oh, God. I just had to watch, though. I was, like, stunned to silence. Um... Well, my week is good. Um, two of my dearest friends are getting married this weekend. Um, so I'm going to that wedding. It is going to be a reunion say. Um, I will be seeing people that I have not seen in years at this wedding. It's kind of like a dream drop distance situation where you're revisiting sleeping worlds. but Sleeping friendships. You. They'll remember me. I'm also dream drop thrusting my boyfriend into this. Like he's like never seen me with like these type like um, like with my um, a mass of my people. Oh my funny. gosh! How's he gonna do? I think he'll be great. My brother will be there. He, they've met. Um, he'll have good good allies in his party. Yeah. Also, my parents are on a trip to your England. Um, friend, do you follow my dad on Instagram? No. Should I? I feel like you should, yeah. Um, I don't, I, I've always felt weird about following people's parents because Instagram came, and I feel bad because now I'm like, oh, there's no reason I shouldn't be following adults. But he just like is insane on Instagram, and so he posted like this story. <laughs> bad hair day, and it looks like a good hair day. It looks like a good hair day to me too. But he like sent this like le- email to me and my siblings this morning that was like written as if it was like. In early 1900s and he was like mother and i are across the seat like truly like really in a bit i'll read it to you i feel like you'll appreciate it subject line journey those dearest children mother and i are quite well here in england the people are most pleasant and the service is lovely the weather has been quite kind to us as we have toured about today we take a carriage to edinburgh whereas you may have heard the people are a rougher sort still there's much to see, and we look forward to trying the local fare, especially the whiskey. We think of you fondly whilst away across the world and do hope that you are all getting on just fine. I shall try to write again soon once we've seen the sights. Love, Father. To which none of us reply. And then he texts me, and he's like, check your email. <laughs> and then I was like, I saw it. And he's like, and? And I was like, why? And he was like, I worked really hard <laughs> Um, okay, probably one more thing, then I'll be done. The other amazing thing that my dad said yesterday was he was giving us an update via text. He goes, interesting morning touring Buckingham Palace. No photos allowed. What a bunch of stuff. (laughs) Is he saying like, what a bunch of stuff like? What a bunch of bullshit, or is he like, oh, there's just a bunch of stuff there? I think he's describing Buckingham Palace as a place with a bunch of stuff. (laughs) That's one way to describe it, yeah. What world or what room in Kingdom Hearts would you consider to be just a bunch of stuff? 
And the toy box doesn't count because it's a store. I don't know. What's your, what's your answer? In Traverse Town, when you go into the clock tower. Oh, like the gizmo shop? Yeah. That's just a bunch of stuff. It's just it's it's a bunch of stuff. My my head's going the obvious direction, Ariel's grotto, because it's literally as she describes a bunch of stuff, and I just can't get it out. So there it is, a bunch of stuff. Um, uh, Ryan, before we, sorry, thank you for. How was your week? <laughs> oh, I mean, I I can't top that. Um, I will tell you a funny story today. I um I was an actor in not a commercial but a TikTok for Dairy Queen, and I had to basically eat four pumpkin pie blizzards and i was just like in a photo like it was like photos and then filming and i just had to like eat them and the second one you can't even see my body it's just my like hands and i was like cool do you want it's not cool it was like i was like do you want me to eat this and like yeah we can get a spit cup for you i'm like no i'm not gonna like have some of this pumpkin pie blizzard and then spit it but it was very funny because i showed up and it's just like a random dairy queen i was like I'm here for the shoot. I'm here for the shoot. It's 1045. And the people are like, like English is their second language. And they're like, shoot. I'm like, the shoot, the shoot, the production. They're like, they had to like pull people. Like, what does he mean by shoot? No one knew what was going on. And finally, just like these two women showed up and they were like, oh yeah, we're like, we're just going to like get a bunch of blizzards. And they were late. So it was just a very funny, like, and uh, yeah. So if you see me on TikTok, hawking Dairy Queen blizzards, uh, (laughs) That's me. That's me. But uh, I think I'm good besides that. I was going to talk about something else, but I don't think I'm going to risk it and talk about it. Um, That's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. We can we can talk about it later. But I um, do have some very interesting correspondence to share with you. Oh. Um, I feel kind of like, uh, you know, in the movie Mrs. Doubtfire, where they have mail time at the end, or I guess also in Blue's Clues, um, we had some interesting mail that came to our DMs that I wanted to share with you, Brooke, and with our audience. So this is from uh, Mars Hare. Mars Hare. So Mars Hare is uh, interested in adopting a cat, considering adopting a cat, and Mars Hare would love to call it Ansem, the Seeker of Darkness, if it's a black cat, and Xehanort, if it's white with yellow eyes. I don't know if there's like a catalog and there's like a few cats that are being considered. A catalog. A catalog. <laughs> I like. I feel like you're like in my brain every time I like hear a pun. I'm like, this should have gone on the podcast. <laughs> you're here, Brooke. Um, and I'm also wondering what happens if they don't get one of those two kinds of cats. Well, right, that catalog. was my question too. Like, it's either just like an all black cat or a white cat with yellow eyes. What if you get an orange cat? Like, are you not going to like? You know, I want to know. I want to know more about. Also, like a white cat with yellow eyes is like that. Just seems like a rare cat. Yeah, I don't. I, so it it the, seems the, like a really specific situation. I, let me finish. I'm going to finish the because the the question is: I don't want to force my partner to just accept these names, but I would like to make a compelling point. How would you to go about that, Smiley Face? All the best. So, as someone, I think Ryan and I can you know have both. Ryan definitely went through a much more like process of naming Sadie his dog I was like I had seen the godfather for the first time a week and a half before I got Marlon and I was like this dog is Marlon Brando and like now I'm that's my personality um and so what I will say as a compelling point for your partner Mars is that 
it is incredibly fun to have a dog or cat in this case, whose name is something like you just call it Ansem, which like on its own is like not as like hyper specific. Like you could just be a name that you're into. Um, but knowing that the cat's name is actually Ansem the Seeker of Darkness is like fun. Like I only call Marlon Marlon very rarely, like when he's in trouble, do I call him Marlon Brando? Sometimes I'll call him MB. It really opens up the door for nicknames. Mm. Xanort, I think, is just like, I gotta I gotta be honest. I think Xanort's harder because there's less nicknames for it. You're not gonna call it Xaya. You're not gonna call it like Horty. Imagine. I mean, if you're into that, let's change it. <laughs> Horty. Unless you're like fully like always want to commit to saying Xanort. I think that like I'm team Ansem, whether it's a white cat, a black cat, an orange cat, a tabby cat. Ansem is all of us and, you know, any of us. Because if it's a brown cat, that's technically Ansem. Because, like, are you opening up? Like, what if it's a brown cat? Then it could be Tara. Or do you want it to be a member of Organization 13? If it's a cat, if it's a ginger cat, would it be Axel? Like, I think if you give your partner the opportunity to help, like, choose as opposed to being, like, this is the one or this is the one and this is the cat, maybe make it collaborative there. I totally agree. Like the the cat chooses the name. You don't choose a name and then get the cat. And so I think you will discover that, you know, maybe you'll get a like Brooke said, a cat of a different cat of a different color. But and that's that, you know, you sorry, you bring up such a good point about cats. Like cats have such distinct personalities and you could have you could get a black cat that has like the most gentle BB sweet energy and like that's not gonna be an answer and secret of darkness. I think you got to let you got to meet the cat and then choose the name. And then once you have you can be like, "Hey partner, this cat has X Y and Z characteristic, which I think is representative of this iconic Kingdom Hearts character. It would mean a lot to me if we could name the cat Terranort, you know?" Terranort. Terranort. <laughs> Perfect advice from from one pet owner to another. And uh keep us posted and we want to see a picture of Ansem Seeker of Darkness or Nominee or whatever you name it. I think if it's a white cat with a white cat, it's I would name it Nominee. Or Cricket Cage. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what is a mouth but a cage, Brooke? Have I ever told you the Jiminy Cricket story about Lily and I when we were on Birthright? What? She thought it was a different thing. What was it? She thought that Jiminy Cricket was a frog. Like we were playing heads up and she was like, he's a frog. He's a frog. He like grants wishes and helps. And I like didn't get it. And it was Jiminy Cricket. And I was like, what's wrong with you? And she was like, he looks like a frog. And I was like, his name is Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> he doesn't look like a frog. The princess and the cricket. Ryan, it's, it's time to do, I think, my favorite thing we've ever done. I'm, I'm bracing myself. I, I think we're like deep in it now. Like there's no turning back. The The episodes out there in the ether and our acapella group has just begun. The 54 Below show is uh, coming to focus now. So the worlds today, Brooke, are deep, deep jungle, jungle, a touch, just a touch of Traverse Town. And then we've got Agrabah and we got Monstro. And I think we're, we're taking, we're doing one more gummy ship song. And one more gummy ship song because some of them deserve it. I, if I've learned anything about myself in the last two weeks, is that the gummy ship music is top five. It's really good. And it's really evocative. Yeah. I mean, do we want to start with the deep jungle? I, I twist my arm, Brooke. You know how I feel about DJ. And let me DJ, DJ. Or, or do you want to start? Can I 
do the intro and then you can come. I was and- going to suggest that. Take her so, away. So imagine a black screen. It's loading. And before anything, you guys hear, do, 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 do. Some drums come in, and then Ryan, take it away. While Ryan's really getting into the physicality of being in an acapella group, um, I do want to say I feel like you were just singing that as if it was on like Disney Disney afternoons. Like that is the like like Chippendale Rescue Rangers version of Deep Jungle. Um, uh-huh. which I'll play for you now. Oh, it's so good. Oh, sorry. not need to go that hard just like just like um any of the music from tarzan the phil collins like it doesn't need to go that hard oh that's great. but it does it does ten, i mean 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 oh my god i mean what give me some words what describe it what what gives it a 10 out of 10 it's it's like danceable it's like a vibe it's it's evocative of the world. It sounds a little bit like at the very beginning, like it could be a Phil Collins song. It's it's giving Tarzan. It's it's just it's a ten out of ten for me. I love it. I love it. We we all know that Deep Jungle holds a special place in my heart, and I think the answer might lie with the song Deep Jungle. I mean, it's got it's got menace. It's got adventure. It's got play to it 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 it's got beauty like i can hear the waterfall in it i can hear mm-hmm. oh it's just so it's so beautiful so i'm gonna give it a i'm gonna give it a 9.25 wow you're being hard on it i just i don't want to give it a 10 because it's too obvious and i do think that there's maybe there's songs i like more but this is maybe the best world music well that's that's an interesting point that you bring up right because even though there are ones that you like more there are two things that can have a 10 because the ranks are technically not from each other but like do you know what i mean like i i know the averages but like i'm just i'm just putting that out there we're not technically ranking them against each other we're ranking them out of 10 i will say i sat by the pool today and i went through and i listened to each of the things and i have numbers for each of them so i actually came prepared oh uh, <gasps> all right I, I was i was thinking today wow look at you being prepared it's uh I needed something to listen to at the pool, and I was like, "What else am I gonna do?" You have this at the pool today. Well, I have this awful. Uh, I'm always talking about 
problems with my physical body, my physical vessel. But basically, I have this like sunburn mm-hmm. remnant on my back from like I put sunscreen on, but I didn't, I couldn't reach my back, and there was no one there to do it for me. So I got this awful sunburn, but only where I hadn't put it, and it was in February. So I'm just trying to get rid of it now because I'm like going on a rafting trip next week. And I don't want people to like, like, do you have a yeast infection on your back? Because that's what the doctor asked me. So, oh, yeah, we don't want that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, (laughs) uh, let's bring us to our next song. Um, Speaking of having a wild time having this conversation, it's the battle music for Deep Jungle, which is called Having a Wild Time. Will you hit us with it? I can't. Yeah, it's it's similarly like You're amazing. Um, these are amazing. Like listening to them out of context, it's like I'm. I just like continue to be awed by them. Yoko, Yoko, got it. I mean, okay. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna start with this ranking. Uh, I will say this one is. I'm gonna say hummable. I'm gonna say it's mm-hmm. hummable. Last one was an earworm. I think we're both both can agree. I think the it's not a battle song to me. It's mm. like the same song. You you get a variation of it for the jungle slider. It doesn't have this sort of like excitement of a a battle theme it's got it's giving me adventure so i'm just i'm gonna give it a six because it doesn't really hype me up for battle but i i like it uh it's hummable but not super memorable i couldn't agree more and i gave it a straight up five i was like this gets Mm. the job done um but it doesn't it doesn't really stand out to me yeah it's got a hummable tune i i love whatever woodwind is playing but you don't really get to appreciate it unless you're like sitting and listening to it because you're so focused mm-hmm. on Han Na Clayton. So yeah, we're, and then, we're aligned. I love that. I love. I love when we're aligned. Um. So I was surprised that you. Oh no! Never mind. Never mind. Squirming evil. I was confusing with a different one. What is squirming evil? Okay, so squirming evil is the Disney boss theme that we hear in deep jungle with stealth sneak um do you remember it do you want me to lay it down lay it down sounds like footloose been working too hard Um, fun, fun. Um, and then hand in hand is the gummy. Oh, we haven't even talked about it. I, I just was like, that's fine. Um, it's like, it's not hummable to me. It's, oh. but it's fun. Um, when I listened to it earlier, I did give it a seven because it's evocative of the battles like that make me happy. I'm going to tell you, I have a soft spot for, for battle music, but no softer spot that I have for squirming evil. I love this song. 
like this was the song that got me to order the soundtrack cd when i was like wow i just it's because like these are all the disney boss fights that where they're using magic like the meteors of heaven the cauldron oogie boogie's wheel like it's just like there's just something really cool the music feels intense and scary but also a little magical and sort of all-consuming uh but i agree it's not hummable or an earworm but it's definitely interesting and and rousing but I'm going to give it a 10. I love it. It's one of my favorite boss themes from this game or at all times. That's amazing. I love that. Squirming Evil. Starting Deep Jungle. It's a good, it's a good song or title too. It's like, yeah, that's what I, when Sadie is like on her back and squirming, I'm like, are you squirming evil? Are you squirming evil right now? That's cute. So now we're on to, uh, back to Traverse Town, hand in hand. Which I think is that, isn't that, that's not the gummy ship one, right? It sounds like it's a gummy ship theme, but it's... Uh, What's the one I'm thinking of? Precious stars in the sky. That makes more sense based on what it is. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, hand in hand, I gave... I Based on my ranking, Like I think I can hear it, but I can't sing it. So luckily, I have you, my dear and longtime friend Ryan, to sing it to me. Maybe. <laughs> oh, God. I can like... I know what it sounds like, but I'm drawing a blank right now. Okay. It's going to come back the, so fast. Give me the first note. Oh, yeah. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. Because we get it for the rides in Kingdom Hearts yeah, 3. Yeah, it becomes yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What do you yeah. think? You're so right. I totally forgot we got it in Kingdom Hearts 3. I give it a 9.5. I think it's amazing. I think it's hummable. I think it's like powerful. I think maybe it's because it's been in my head because I just replayed 3 recently-ish. I think it's great. 9.5. I appreciate the way that we think differently about the rankings. I think it adds to the chaos. Well, I mean, I I like it, but compared to Night of Fate, which is what it replaces, I'm mm. just like, it's not, I don't think it's, I think it's a little forgettable. Like they decided to keep it as like a motif song throughout Kingdom Hearts 3. So I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to give it forgettable and I'm going to give it a 6.5. Wow. We're so different. I like it, but it's just not, yeah. it doesn't hold up to Traverse Town. It's like a, it's like an unequal partner. Interesting. Do you, I was surprised that you put Mer- Merlin's Magical House on this list. <laughs> we we cannot, but like, I don't know. There's just something about it that. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, it does its job really well. It's just one of those ones where every time I hear it, like I'm in, I'm in the space, you know, like it, it's only there. It's one location. It's like It's definitely got you're in Merlin's house. <laughs> <laughs> like where else would you be like you listen to that which character merlin 
You're like, it's, oh, who's that? I don't even have to blink. I'm in Merlin's house. I, it's just it, like I remember it from it's like a little break in Traverse Town. It's yeah. I don't know. what, do you, what It's forgettable for me, but like I think it's evocative of the space. A hundred percent. I give it a three. Yeah, it's a four for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. And then, then we get to Agrabah and we have a day in Agrabah, which is the, oh my God. Ding, ding, Right? Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yeah, that's what I hear. Uh, they, all blend, they all blend together in my Okay, head. okay, I okay. There, there is a dink today. Okay, it goes like. Ding 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 like that. There is there are the dings. Ding ding That's what I was thinking of. Was the was the like. It's just like the, you know, to me, even though it's clearly a ho 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 sound, to me, it's more of a ding than a do, you know? <laughs> more of a ding than, okay, I, I hear. I, Although now that I think about it, do 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 does make more sense, but do 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 It's a do do for me. It's a, just, it's a little do do. Well, I'm he- I'm hearing a different part of the song through your eyes that like I just I never heard the dings. <laughs> I never heard, I only heard the rrrr. it was like a lot of roars, but you heard ding 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 ding, which I think is it's just shows Isn't the that difference amazing between how two brains, Wow, two completely different people, one song, two completely different interpretations. I think if all you have didn't go. just uncover the meaning behind art. I mean, I this mean, is the cave of wonders in and of itself, like. Like, grab a ruby and make me into lava. Because <laughs> I am not making it out, honey. <laughs> Petrifying. Honestly, just another day in Agrabah. Just another just day. Another day. Um, and then we have Arabian. Oh, oh, I gave a day in Agrabah a 6.75 because I do think it's hummable. I do think it's good, but I do still resent it for not being more closely to one of the songs from Aladdin. Brooke, I totally agree. Like it's atmospheric. We're in the Middle East. I don't think it's hummable or memorable um, because you just go like, ding, ding, ding. I'd be like, like it's, it's forgettable for me. It gives big grease lightning vibes. Like (laughs) we are in a workshop. Like we are, it it has pots and pans energy, apparently. Pots and pans. Get that peddler on his cart and he's clanking along to the sounds of the desert. I mean, I know I'm in the Middle East. It's like, you don't wonder which world you're in. But I still think it's like a seven. It's it's good. It paints the picture. But I'm not like tearing it up on the dance floor to another day in Agrabah. Yeah. And then we have Arabian Dream, which I'm assuming is the battle music, mm-hmm. which I think is just like kind of a sped up version of a day in Agrabah, right? Essentially. It's like... I like I know I say this every time you do this, but it's it really is insane to me the recall that you have for these songs. I listened to all of them twice today and I'm like, I don't know. So what happens when you get the soundtrack when you're so young, your brain is like a sponge. So 
for you parents out there, be aware of what's going into your kids' brains at that age because it'll stay for better or for worse. This has more dinks. Big dings. Like, this is fun. Like, that to me feels like it's giving me one one jump ahead of the bread line vibes. Like, it is mm. actually doing its job. And I give it an eight. I don't think it's hummable, but I think it is impactful. I think it is interesting. I think it is um, fun. I like it. Eight. It's better than its, than its worldly counterpart. I totally agree. Like, it's it's dialed up the dings to an 11 and we love the dings and i think it feels like battle music like it's it's rousing it's exciting there's a bit of magic and mystery to it uh you know i was i was sleeping on this one i i was gonna give them both sevens but i'm gonna join you and give it a 7.75 amazing it's it's interesting i really like it do it i'm gonna give it an eight i'm gonna give it an eight Welcome. what am i doing Welcome. thank you uh it feels so good oh yeah oh. <laughs> um Brian, villains I of the sword. Think- <laughs> Let's get it off. It's I. I don't know why it was on there. It's not a. It's just like ah, nah, it's, it's one. It's like two chords. Yeah, it's wait, sorry. <laughs> sorry, fans of villain of a sword. We're not not today. Throw it to villains veil where it belongs. Throw it to villains veil. Wait, what happened to the? What's the name of the? Which? The star star. What's what's the name of the gummy chip? The gummy chip one. Oh, it's called Precious Stars in the Sky. And it's the gummy ship menu and it's the do 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 Um and I think this one stays in my head because it's a great menu to go pee during when you like are about to go to a new world and so it stays on the TV and plays so it's able to get into my brain head. And it's and there it'll stay. It's precious. The birds. This is a good alarm clock one. Mm. And I think it, it means it's like through all of, all of the games. There are some like variations on it in two. The second one is different, but it's like based on that sort of. Yeah. Well, I'm very excited about our next song. Or, or, are we talking about this one right now or? Oh, I give it a 10 out of 10. <laughs> 10 out of 10? No, 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 you're right, you're right. I think it, no, no, I, I lo- no, 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 but I'm thinking about it, and I'm thinking about it, and it really only is one, like, two bars of music repeated over and over again. Like, there really is no change. Um, and as much as I, it is an earworm, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a 7.75. Just because I love it doesn't mean it's good. I think it's like, it's like the Kyrie song, where it's like, it, it has thematic value i i really like it i'm gonna give it a seven yeah I, Be- because our next song is a 10 for me and that that feels correct right i mean it's great i mean it's i th- I would say it's hummable and i think yeah. it's it's perfectly placed as like menu music it's perfect menu music that's right um our next one is very small wish and i feel like it was like a turning point in the podcast i like remember this episode recording it even though it was like three years ago um 
like deep pandemic, like you singing Verdi Vatu, Verdi Vatu to me, like live is like a core memory for me. Um, <laughs> Take it away. Very vatu, very vatu, very vatu, very vatu, very, 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 very vatu, very, 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 very vatu. Brooke, I don't know if you remember when we had Claudia McDoom on, he, he was talking about how much he loves this song and how he would time out his hits to go like, do, 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 ha, da, 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 da. I was like, this song, I think, has changed lives, including ours. Yeah, yes. 10. 10. I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a 9.5. Great. I love it. It's like instantly recognizable. It feels like Pinocchio's world. And yet it also feels like the music for the inside of a whale. It's amazing. How do they do it? I don't know. Oh, I feel like I should play it. I mean, I forgot to play it. It's like whimsical and a little spooky. Yes. It feels like a fairy tale song, but it also feels like a drinking song. Like, and it it feels like it could have been like the Captain Hook's ship song, which I don't like, but it's, this works. Like it, it just. Seeing you do that too, it does like give you the impression that you're swaying a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. Just smart music writing. And then the battle music, I was, I would today or yesterday I was playing it and I played both songs for chat. I'm like, what do you think of this music? Like, I just want to make sure it's not just me. And he's like, this is good music. Like, this is really good music. So Ferroverto Earworm. Earworm. But Monstrous Monstro is also amazing. Like, it's it's like the battle music that A Very Small Wish deserves. Do you remember it? Hit us with it. I don't. It just like really revs up the the atmosphere. Yeah, it's really very good. What's your number? What do you think? I think you're right that it is what Very Small Wish deserves. I think it is, like, it feels manic, and like the manic relative of it, which I think is when the battle music is the best. Like, it's not a completely different song. It feels, like, related. Um, I give it an eight. I think it's just, like, solid top tier, but not, like, it's not it's not hummable to me. Yeah. I'm going to give it, uh, I'm going to give it an 8.75. It's great. It's great. Great battle music. Um, yeah, maybe some of the best. But yeah, I don't know. It's uh, who knew Monstro? Like, right. It's not a world we loved, but it's a soundtrack we do love. So uh, we've got more more music to come next episode, but I'm really enjoying this. I am having the best time. Um, let us know if there's any like major themes that you think we're skipping that you would like us to throw in to the fold because we aren't doing every single song and there are definitely themes I think are worth exploring um, a la the gummy ships or the Kyries. So let us know and we love you. May your heart be the guiding key.
Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you're looking to connect our heart, follow us on Instagram at kingdomhearts underscore pod. And if you want to enter the realm of darkness that is our lives, follow us. I'm at Brooke Wiseman. And I'm at Rye Bernston. See you next week. Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. The podcast.